Welcome to Tales from the Abyss, the most unfiltered and selfish and unapologetic, unpretentious, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Tell them, Jay. Folks, it's that time again. That's right. It's time for a very special episode of Tales from the Abyss. Yes, we're back this week. Why? Well, we, we have something to celebrate. And not only that, we're going to be uh, telling our listeners uh, what to watch this Halloween. So with that, my friend, I'm going to send it over to you. Why don't you tell the folks what we're talking about? Tonight? Well, first of all, last last week, um, last week we recorded the show and we got cut up talking about uh, Halloween ends. Unfortunately, we had to discuss that uh, <laughs> that movie that Jay described as conflicting. And... Um, and man, I, I've been thinking about it too ever since we did the episode, and yeah. I think I dislike it more now than I did a few days ago. Me too. I haven't been able to go and back and watch it, but I got a I got a remedy for it. But nevertheless, I kept trying to talk and kept trying to talk, and every time Jay had a better, you know, Jay had like a Jay was on fire that day, and every time I was trying to say something, Jay was on fire, and I and I kept postponing, postponing. Next thing you know, we were off the air, and we forgot to bring up. Our anniversary. Jay forgot, but none me, because Jay's always holding it against me that uh, his anniversary is in November, but the anniversary of the show. And right. this week, I am going to bring it up that we are celebrating our second year, and we're very grateful to be here for uh, our second go around at this. And um, yeah, man, uh, it's also our Halloween special that we're releasing. And uh, me and Jay are going to be discussing or recommending 10 movies with a little short briefing about why we're recommending them. And, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. man, it's hard to believe. Two years, you know? Two, Two years, years already. They fly, uh, Jay. I remember what I was doing. I got an office now and all kinds of uh, computer equipment and stuff. I remember when it was just you and me, uh, you and Georgia with all your equipment and stuff, and I was just... In the kitchen of the house, on a table, with nothing more than a phone and a tablet. Uh, man, yeah. I mean, I fortunately was able to get some stuff here for Christmas from my uh, my wonderful wife. So uh, that's helped. But yeah, when we started, I was strictly doing it on my phone. Actually, I think the first episode we ever did, we were talking about Friday the 13th. Yep. And I was <laughs> stuck in traffic. After dropping my son off, trying to get home, and it was time to do the show, and I'm in the middle of downtown Atlanta. And we had to do the show twice because... Yeah, and I had my... Actually, my daughter, Melania, was in the car with me, too. And so we recorded the show, and then you called me back, and like, you know, that sound good, can we do it again? So once I got home, we had to do it a second time. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy but true. Crazy but true. Celebrating two years. So, Jay, I just want to make sure that everybody knows it was Jay who forgot last week. It wasn't me. Man, I mean, go ahead. You can blame me. Anybody else does. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. It go ahead. wasn't me. I, <laughs> I had all my notes, my mental notes about Halloween ends. But, yeah, uh, recommending 10 movies on this Halloween special. What's your favorite candy for Halloween, Jay? My, my favorite candy? Mm-hmm. Look like we got an appearance from Brutus this week, my cat. He's extra, All right. He's well, extra my, bitchy. My dog Charlie's fast asleep somewhere. Oh, man. But, um, um, my favorite candy, probably uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, because I was going to say the same thing except for since I like them so much, I learned how to make my own. Oh, man. 
You have to tell me about all that. Now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably won't like it. There's somewhat of a healthy, and I use uh, I buy chocolate powder from uh, from Amazon, the Belgian chocolate powder, imported, and some uh, coconut oil, and mix it together, and then I do a little blend of peanut butter powder with uh, with some honey, and turn it into a little paste, and I bought the plastic molds from. Uh, from Amazon, so I can make them, and yeah, that's it. I just make it healthy. You put them in the in the icebox to cool off, and then you bring them out, and that's it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, they're nothing like the real deal, but <laughs> you know, they're no, so I, small I, I, and they I, pack I, such I, a punch. I used to be, I used to be a big uh, M and M's fan, but I kind of, I guess, I just moved on from that. Yeah, those I don't know how to make. <laughs> I was gonna tell you. I'll pass on <laughs> What's those. your favorite candy? Pe peanut butter cups. Yeah, those peanut butter cup. Yeah, you uh, were, you said Reese's Pieces or or peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups. But peanut I do butter. like the peanut butter cups with the Reese's Pieces in them. I haven't had those. I haven't had. Oh, uh, you're I missing have... out, man. That's... Really? Yeah, man. It's a diabetic's nightmare, though. Really? Yeah. You got sugar problems? I don't know. Oh. I mean, I might. I just don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's better not to overdo it. It's better, uh, to be honest with you, we're a nation now. We better learn how to make them like I do, like the healthy ones and stay away from it. True, too. Yeah. I mean, so, I, could, I mean, I could drop a few pounds, not going to lie. I mean, yeah. working from home, I don't, you know, I'll go from upstairs to downstairs, and uh, that's about it. Yeah. So, unless I take the dog out and walk him for a minute, <laughs> but... Yeah. Healthy's not always is it always bad, that's for sure. No, not at all. So I'm gonna go over the um the movies and we're gonna basically our, our Halloween special is that we're gonna recommend some movies for our viewers to celebrate Halloween. And yeah, man, I I keep it a little bit I, you know, not only did I enjoy each and every one of these movies that I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna start by talking about martyrs. They did a remake for what I understand because I was trying to get a photo of it when I was posting something on Tales from the Abyss. And um, yeah, I don't know about the remake. I know the original one. I thought the French movie, uh, English dub, I'm pretty sure when I, when I got to see it and uh, unrated. And man, it's got a strong message at the end. You don't really know what's going on until you figure it out at the end. And it's a hell of a movie. But they did a remake, and I'm I'm not sure about the remake. I don't, you know me. I don't. I'm not big on remakes. If I already seen it and I know it's great, it has no need to be made again. I feel you, man. I've never seen it. It's uh, it's definitely an interesting trip. Absolutely, an interesting, an interesting, shocking movie at the end. When you watch it, if you watch the original one, the one from 2009, I think it is, or 12, something like that, you're definitely gonna enjoy it. Have to check it out. Heck yeah, man. That's, thanks for the suggestion. Yes, sir. And then I'm going to recommend Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Okay. And that one. I haven't seen you, that either. That's the animated movie, right? And even people that don't like animation, they're going to enjoy this because uh, it's Jack the Ripper and in Gotham. Basically, it's a time period from Batman, and they do. DC does the time periods with Batman. They do them right. Right. They're shocking. They're nice. The thing has a mystery all the way to the end. This one is worth a watch because it plays like a movie with a mystery surrounding it all the way to the end. And it's based off a graphic novel, right? Isn't it? I think so. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, I, actually it is. I'm absolutely sure that it is. 
But they yeah, they, I haven't read it or seen the movie. But that's one of those uh, animated films that I have on my list. I just haven't been able to pick it up yet. I heard it was great though. It's great. It's definitely great. And then I'm going to recommend Peninsula. Peninsula. If you like Train to Busan, mm-hmm. you definitely will like Peninsula. Peninsula is a uh, is a follow up to that Train to Busan, and it's so well done. Action, pack, exciting. <laughs> A lot of that good zombie drama and definitely you definitely want to see this. And then I'm going to recommend because you got to keep that. If you're if you're an American and you're in America, you definitely want to do some 80 slasher for Halloween to enjoy yourself. I mean, let's oh, let's yeah. be honest. And if you're tired of the uh, of the classics like Halloween 1978 and Friday the 13th and. Let me see what else out there. Chalky and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You can always check some of the other um, slashers that are on Shutter or any of your other horror streaming uh, services. And I recommend Pieces. Pieces is a, and it has in the title, it is exactly what you think it is. It's an 80 slasher, corny as can be, and that's why we love them. And you definitely will enjoy it all the way to the end. And then to keep the mood a little bit, to lighten out the mood, uh, Tucker and Dale fight evil, which this <laughs> should have been a franchise. I don't see why they didn't go down that route and make more of this because this was an excellent horror comedy. Sometimes they do horror comedies and I can't, I don't get it, but this one you definitely get it and you definitely enjoy it. I don't know if you've seen it, Jay. I have not seen it. I've heard a lot. Another one I've not seen that I've heard some good stuff about that for real man that was it was it was done right this, this it, it, like i said it should have been a franchise i was hoping that they would and they never did any follow-ups to it but this one was definitely a a good movie i agree it sounds great though i mean it's I've, i mean i've heard just fantastic things like i said but yeah. need to check that one out too man i'm writing some of these down right now because i haven't seen them well, this one you have seen, and we did a show on it. And this Scream twenty twenty two, or is the is it known as Part Six, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah. And they finally no, five. Oh, this part is five. five. Ooh, I wrote it down as part as Part Six, and it's Part Five. And yeah, it's, part uh, five. it's exactly what what we were hoping for. They they actually finally got it right. Okay. I mean, we did a we did a. Uh, we did a show on it. We did a we did an episode in which we review it and Yep. Dewey dies, uh, it was shocking and they had all mm-hmm. the old cast back. They mixed it up well with the new cast. It was something that it was worth the watch and it was worth the yeah, wait. It was surprisingly good because I was I mean, I I'm not a huge fan of Scream Three or Scream Four for that exactly. matter. So exactly. I thought Scream 5 uh, hit the nail right on the head. But, you know, 6 comes out early next year. And uh, what's her name? Nev Campbell's not even going to be in it. Yeah, I, I saw her on the panel where she said that she was excited to come back. And they had made some uh, some contact with her. She was saying at the panel here at last year at a Matt Monster Party or earlier this year at Matt Monster Party in, uh, in February, actually. And uh, was it February or was it August that she was I don't remember. I don't remember now, but uh, she she was at a panel that I was in here at Met Monster Party in in Concord, and 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 she was saying how she had she was exciting to to return, willing and 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 happy to to finally make it back. But uh, 
Yeah, I guess maybe the negotiations broke down or something. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, Hollywood, I mean, they, they probably tried to underpay her, but she, you know, in her mind, and rightfully so, is probably thinking, I'm like the cornerstone of this franchise. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you can pay me more than what you paid me on the first movie 20 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it means something, anything. I mean, she's worth every penny. Oh, I agree. And I hate that Deputy Dewey died. That kind of. Yeah, they, they kind of messed that up. Yeah, that, that, that kind of threw me off. But I, I mean, I, I think it was sort of needed. I, an original character needed to go. Yes. I was hoping it was Gail. But, you know, yeah, I was, hope, I was hoping <laughs> it was it was Gail and not him. <laughs> we, we both were thinking the same thing. And then I'm also going to recommend Orphan First Kill. Ah, we did a show on that we one. We did too. a show on that one. We loved that movie. I have to say, if you, I mean, like I, I wrote down, I said that, you know, the, the first one is a, uh, the first one is a, uh, Jesus Christ, leave me alone. I got to pay $642. They're fixing my car. Big deal. I had, <laughs> The first one was a, uh, it was a, a, a horror classic in my book. It's a cult classic. Solid horror one, movie. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it gained more attention over time, but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, for the most part until the very end, of course, I mean, it's a straightforward, you know, killer child flick, but it's, it was very well written, very well shot. It's got some great actors in it. So, but I mean, that came out in what, 2000, what, seven, eight, something yeah, like that. Something like that. So, and uh, so it's been years and years since we had anything on Orphan. And next thing you know, we got first kill. So, Ooh, uh, and this was, is another one that's destined to be a cult classic too. Another one that you and I agree that should have been in the movie theaters. Yeah, that that is definitely one of them. Um, and shoot, we probably could do a show just on movies that should have been in the movie theater. Yeah, and then one that was in the movie theater, even though I got to see it through a streaming service that I pay for, uh, Barbarian. And if, like I wrote, if you like the hills have eyes. And you have an understanding of how bad some things are in in Detroit, then this one is worth the watch. And and you know Hollywood still can deliver a message without all the woke shit, without shoving it down people's throat or being excessively judgmental. And this one they did it. It was it was alright. Definitely I haven't seen it, but definitely on my new list. And uh, also is the Black Phone. I need to see that too. Oh, I've seen it. I, I'm not a big fan of the Black Phone. They're even thinking about doing part two. But I've definitely Barbarian was worth the watch, and it's probably going to be a franchise. All right. Well, and then another one that I, another one that I'm recommending because I watch it every year. I have it on Blu-ray. I love this movie, and I know that people some people hate it, but I bet you right now you like it more than Halloween ends, and that is Halloween three. Season of the Witch, classic, memorable, and special was what I wrote. Well, like we said in the Halloween Ends episode, they do a tribute to this movie, to Halloween 3. Yeah, so, the stay, they need and, to stay away from the Halloween <laughs> 3. Yeah. Don't tarnish it. Since it used to be one of the most hated in the, uh, in the franchise with all kinds of uh, people throwing hate because they couldn't watch it for what it was, a non-Michael Myers movie with some evil devil-worshipping... Secret Society that was up to no good. I was exciting. I enjoyed it. It's the kind of shit I really like on horror. And then I liked I liked Halloween three. Um, I remember seeing it when I was a kid for the first time and thinking, you know, "Where's Michael?" But you know, as you get older, you, you start to appreciate uh, that kind of stuff. Um, 
you know, the the direction of Halloween was trying to be changed. Uh, John Carpenter wanted to make it anthology, like you know, like the Twilight Zone or, or yeah. uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he thought that they could do a Halloween movie every year with a Halloween theme without having to use Michael Myers. And of course, even to this day, if somebody says Halloween, you're going to think of Michael Myers. You know, you don't think of uh, you don't think of Goblin Mask. No, no, you don't. <laughs> or 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 you know, pumpkin head with worms in it. Yeah, but, yeah. That's right. But at the same, but at the same time, it became a cult classic. I think mainly because it's entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I mean, it's got some good sci-fi aspects to it too. So. Yeah, sure. So then, to end it up with my list, and we move to Jay's list of movies that he's going to recommend for everybody to enjoy this Halloween. I got my favorite all-time American slasher. Halloween 2. And the one it, in the hospital. Yep. And it was totally ignored by the makers of uh, of the new trilogy. They only honor Halloween uh, 1978, the original one, the first one, which this uh, this part two and part one is basically like one whole movie altogether because they, they part two picks up where one left off. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have the time, definitely watch them as a double feature. Yeah, so this is what I'm recommending, Jay. I'm recommending people to watch Halloween, Halloween 2018, then watch Halloween Kills, and make the one that they ignore, Halloween 2, their final, their the, make it the final Halloween. That's a pretty, hey, man, that's a pretty good little order. I'll have to try that. But yeah, watch it in that uh, that order and make Halloween 2 your real ending. Forget about Laurie Stroh getting old and all that. You just think well, about Well, she gets her. old in 2018 and Halloween Kills. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, Halloween Kills is, uh, let's call that one part three and let's call Halloween 2 part four. I think they ignore it because it, it cl- it's an ending that they probably wanted and they, they could it's not what? get it because it was already out there. I think that order could work, and here's why I think that. Because, you know, when they started the new trilogy in 2018, they got rid of the whole Michael Myers, Laurie Strode, you know, brother-sister storyline. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, in Halloween 2, uh, the original Halloween 2, they bring up the storyline that the brother and sister said, so there's your ending. Yep. That's 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 the way that I'm gonna look at it and just that's a good idea, man. I'm gonna do that. And, and then once I do it all, I'll let y'all know what happens. Yeah, and then Halloween ends is nothing more than the story of uh Corey Cunningham. Yeah, which it's like it's he like kills himself in the end, which makes the whole story pointless. Yeah, it's it's like Halloween three. It's a one one shot, one up. Well uh, yeah. Yeah, it's the story of a demented uh, kid that kills two people by accident, by pure accident. And he was being picked on and bullied till he loses his head, mental illness, and goes and yeah. starts imitating the boogeyman that only existed in his head. And that ending never happened. I completely, I can go with that. That's it. That's, that's, it. that's There that, you go, folks. Try that's that order and let us know. That's what I got. All right. Well, I guess we'll move on to mine, huh? Please do. All right. Well, my list is actually fairly simple. A lot of classics on here, but I've got to mention them. 
um, this time of year. There are a few films that I like to go back and rewatch. So I'm going to start with the movie Clown. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's a movie that was produced by Eli Roth, Eli Roth mm-hmm. who's famous for directing like Cabin Fever and the Hostel movies. And uh, but Clown is a freaky movie to me, man, because this came out in the time frame of when like clowns were appearing everywhere. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember those news reports and they saw a clown in the backyard mm-hmm. <laughs> or out in the woods. Yeah. Somebody got chased in the wood. I mean, yeah. So Clown, the movie, came out around that time. Yeah, eventually oh, a printing machine put one in the White House. There you go. That's true. <laughs> beep, beep. Yep. <laughs> but, um, but the movie Clown's the story of this guy who's trying to impress his son on his birthday by putting on a clown suit. Yep. Uh, turns out the clown suit's cursed. And he couldn't and take that- it off. Right, he couldn't get it off, and he becomes possessed by this suit, and it turns him into one mean son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, it's got some freaky scenes in it. It's great. I love Clown. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, another movie I have down, I've got to put it down because it's my favorite in the French, guys. Friday the 13th, Part 6. Yeah. Uh, we've done episodes on Friday the 13th. If you guys want to know more detail, please go back in our catalog and do so check us out but uh part six like i said it's my favorite franchise it has been for a long time and it probably will be until forever unless they make a new one but uh it's great as to me this is how jason came to be known as jason and that's what i think is cool about it so friday 13th part six uh, i would i've been trying to come up with like a new watch order for Friday the 13th, kind of like what we just did with Halloween. Uh-huh. But I haven't come up with one quite yet, but when I do, I'll let everybody know. So, yeah, Friday the 13th, Part 6, just a freaking classic. Another one I want to bring up is the first Paranormal Activity. Yeah, that was when they were doing those things good. If they would have really built on that one, because yeah. some of the other ones were not as good. Dude. This was the last time I was legit, like, frightened at a movie in the movie theater. Yes, yes. This was scary. Because I remember I was seeing somebody at the time, and I remember we left the movie theater, and I turned and I looked at her, and I said, I am not sleeping tonight. <laughs> I am not going to be able to sleep. And sure enough, I slept with my lights on, and I was, I don't know, 30 years old maybe at the time. Wow. So. I don't know. Anywho, yeah, Paranormal Activity is great. I kind of restarted the whole found footage thing. But, and uh, I will say this about Paranormal Activity, the series, real quick, is the first three are actually really good. Um, but after three, it just it, it makes a serious downturn. Where can you find them? <laughs> Where can you find those? I have the first two on Blu-ray. Oh, okay. No, no, no. The series. Oh, you mean? Oh, I thought there was a TV series. Okay, so no, you're talking no, about. No, no, I mean the series of movies. Yeah, I like one, and from there on out, they lost me. But I have to say, I have to agree with you that one was really scary. Yeah, one was awesome. So gotta watch that. Uh, another movie I have on that I've mentioned before in other episodes is my favorite zombie movie, 1978, Dawn of the Dead. Absolutely, which I was lucky enough to find the uh, the DVD. I thought I, I I thought I didn't own it, but I own it. 
Ah, uh, dude, I'm still trying to find this Blu-ray. It is hard to find because it's not in production. Yeah, it's not in production. I think when that thing, when they actually get the whatever they got going on with it right, it's gonna it's gonna blow up. But once, but since nobody owns the rights to it, you can watch it on YouTube. Anyway, this movie to to me sets the bar for anything zombie. I mean, you can without Dawn of the Dead, there's no Walking Dead. I mean, there's no Resident Evil. I mean, this was huge back in the day it's actually real popular even though i think it was released as not rated because of all the violence and to the, i mean it just grew in popularity over the years it's got some great social commentary there's actually some pretty kind of funny parts in the movie too um but all in all the gore is it was a trendsetter it's amazing big bright red blood so if you watch this thing in hd your tv's gonna be <laughs> scattered mm-hmm. so but yeah Dawn of the Dead 1978 my favorite zombie movie of all time if you haven't seen it in a while rewatch it now and it's actually better now than it was years ago so and then let's see John Carpenter's The Thing love this movie Classic. love it love it love it my second favorite Carpenter movie after Halloween um it's got one of my favorite actors in it of all time, Kurt Russell. It's an all male cast, which today would never happen, to be honest. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they tried to do like a reboot of the thing, and it sucked. But yeah, it fell. John Carpenter's the thing is filled with outstanding like special effects. Like this is before CGI, so everything was done kind of in camera or th- or through makeup work or wire techniques and whatever and it's just actually kind of frightening it's really a story about paranoia you don't know who you can trust yes but it's very well done it was a box office bomb back in the day but and like most carpenters films it's gained a huge cult following in the years but the the thing is awesome love it all right here's the real classic that you're going to enjoy my friend dracula yeah, I own it on Blu-ray. The one with Bella Lugosi? Uh, that one or the first one with uh, Christopher Lee? Well, I'm a big Christopher Lee fan. That's my favorite, Dracula. Christopher Lee. Yeah. He's scared Dracula me. with Christopher Lee, I actually watched it for the very first time a month ago. And I watched it in beautiful high definition. Mm. It looked amazing. Yeah. And it... I loved it. Christopher Lee, he, I think he was only in the movie for like five or six minutes, but damn, he makes an impact as Dracula. Yeah. So, and then plus in that movie, you had uh, Michael Gaw, who went on to play uh, Alfred the Butler in Tim Burton's Batman was in that movie. Yeah. Um, who was the other guy? Uh, Christopher Plummer played uh, Ben Helsing. Yeah. So, yeah, any one of those Dracula movies, including the Bela Lugosi original that you mentioned, that's you got to watch them, and that's where horror started. So you you, you really got to watch those. And my next one goes along with it, and that's Frankenstein, the original. Oh, man, love it. Love it. Own yeah. it on Blu-ray. Love that movie. Boris Karloff is amazing. Yes. As the monster. I mean, he really is. Um. God, I mean, there's just a lot of aspects to this film that have been transferred 
over to other films like you know the story of losing someone before you finally you know you finally catch on to what's happening and now you got to go take care of it and it's just all kinds of stuff it's the creator trying to destroy his monster we see it all the time now that kind of storyline yeah Mar mary shelley uh, was ahead of her time with this absolutely absolutely and bram stoker with dracula as well absolutely all right, uh, another classic is Psycho. Oh, please, yes. I have this one on Blu-ray. It's awesome. One of the best endings ever in horror. I love the ending because there's just something creepy about Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates and, you know, dressed in drag. Anthony Perkins was a hell of an actor on that, on that, on that uh, Psycho. I mean, he was born to play that shit. He was also very good in the sequel, Psycho, Psycho 2. Yes, I think he was in three of them or two? Fourth. He was on four of them. I think by, by, by then he was already, I think by four, I think, yeah, you're right. He was, he was, he was in multiple ones. I don't, you know the number, I really don't, but I think I've seen most of them. And I think there was some that, that suck. I think one and two were good and the <laughs> other one was so, but, but the guy was sick. He had, he had HIV and he was in bad shape, yeah. I think, by the time he did the last one. Well, I know he directed Psycho 3, uh -huh. um, which I've actually gone back and rewatched, I don't know, about six, seven months ago, because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid, uh -huh. and uh, it's okay. I'm not, I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, it's worth a watch if you can find it streaming somewhere, but uh, Psycho 2 is great. I think right. it's heavily underrated, and it's a, kind of a dark psychological movie, too. Kind of like the first one. Yes. But yeah, I, gotta uh, watch Psycho, man. That's just a definite classic. And I got two more real quick, and they're both classics that everybody's probably seen, but I'll watch them once a year. The Exorcist. Uh, my wife and I just watched this, what, two weeks ago? And it still holds up. Yeah, man. It, it's on HBO Max, I think, right now. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. It, uh, it's fantastic performances, well written effects. I mean, yeah, Jay, I'm what, not gonna spend long on this movie because I mean, everybody in the world knows about it. But one thing about that, a lot of people, new generation of fans, don't know about it. If you can read the book, you're really in for one hell of a scare. If the movie itself no longer does anything for you, like scaring you or shocking you because it was one of the most shocking horror movies ever when we were growing up. Like people would talk about it when you're a teenager and whatnot, how nasty it is and scary it is, but the book is legitimately scary. Yeah, dude, they were so frightening back in the day. People were leaving the movie theater, throwing up in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, that's what they're saying about the new Terrifier movie right now. That's, that's yeah, they're saying is, uh, I can't wait to watch that, but yeah, they're saying. I can't wait to see it, I know. Just, I know, I know it's disgusting, but aren't the clowns a mean bastard, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But that's just classic, gotta check it out. Uh, about the Exorcist, though, real quick. Exorcist 2, as everybody knows, just, it, it blows so much ass. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, that, but, that. Uh, I mean, it, it, it really does. But, however, uh, Exorcist 3 is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite. Remember, oh, well, you haven't seen the oh series. Oh, my God, yeah, that's true. It's the one that you got to watch, and then I let you leave. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the one Jeffrey was. Well, nobody's going to watch it now. Oh, my God. Jeffrey was forcing people to watch it. 
Kim Kardashian love this movie. Man. We gotta watch it. <laughs> but what I was gonna say <laughs> was Exodus Three is actually pretty good. It's got some scary parts. You know, George C. Scott's in it, which yeah. by that point it was really old. But yeah, um, Brad Dorif, who voices Chucky, is in it. Uh, it's got a, one of the all-time greatest jump scares in movie history with the nurse and. They make this big, long, elaborate scene where there's no music. It's real quiet in the hospital. Nurses walking by the screen, and all of a sudden, this black cloaked monster comes out of nowhere to grab her. It's pretty. Uh, it'll make you jumpy if you've never seen it. <laughs> anyway, the last one I'm going to mention because just because I have to is, of course, the 1978 horror classic Halloween. Yeah, I think that everybody's going to be watching that. Yeah, it's just not just because it's the fall and it's October, but it's my favorite horror movie of all time. It's the one that got me to start liking horror movies to begin with because it scared me so bad when I first watched it as a kid. I can remember the first time I ever watched Halloween. I couldn't sleep for a week. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like fourth, fifth grade. I'm sitting there going, how in the hell did y'all let me watch that, man? Mom, <laughs> Dad, help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm frightened. I'm having to go back and watch. You know, Ernest goes to jail or go to sleep at night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but Halloween's awesome. It's full of frights and scares, and it's the introduction of Michael Myers, and it started a long, great career for John Carpenter and Jamie Lee Curtis. So it's just top notch. Uh, I know I'm probably leaving out some great horror films for Halloween, but those are my favorites right now. Uh, Trick or Treat, we can recommend that as a bonus. Trick or Treat, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, The Evil Dead 2 is another good one. Evil Dead 1, too. We can recommend that as a bonus. Yeah, or uh, the other one I was going to mention, I have it written down, is The Mist. Yeah, we can recommend The Mist. But that was a little bit longer, but yeah, we can recommend that. Yeah, I like the Miss man. Thomas Jane's awesome. I've always felt like he was underrated. And before but, they destroy Scooby Doo, we can recommend Scooby Doo meets the Cowardly Dog for the kids. Let's or they're scared stupid. Let's help. Yeah, let's help the parents out before uh, <laughs> before they can't let their kids watch uh, watch cool cartoons. Focus Two just came out. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I haven't watched it. I, I've seen the first one. <sighs> I'm, I'm willing to bet about two million times. <laughs> my my wife and daughter, that's what we watch every year. Yeah. As a family viewing. I've seen and it. I've when seen my son here, we watch Hocus Pocus. So, yeah, that's our Halloween special, folks. And now me and Jay. Jay, we're going to do a little bonus <laughs> of a segment that we're going to start calling. I used to run a page on Facebook. It was called Just Locker Room Talk. Okay. Sports Satire. But we attack politicians, all kinds of people. So we're going to do a little bit of that. I know Jay will do his picks later on on Friday. You're going to do some picks? Yeah, I'm going go yes. to post my picks tomorrow. Okay. I thought about doing them today. Oh, that's right. Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. I thought about doing them today because I kind of like the line on... Tonight's Thursday night game, so I'll just get uh, that pick at the end of the show. Yeah, I'm. I got to work early in the morning, and I got a long day tomorrow. Um, so I'm not going to be watching any football tonight. But uh, definitely, I'm going to go see the goat on a Sunday. He's going to be in in Charlotte to play the Panthers, 
at one o'clock, and I am headed to Bank of America to uh, to see good old Tom Brady curses his linemen. Hey, can you please beat Tom Brady? Because if we beat Cincinnati, the Falcons beat Cincinnati Sunday, we can be in first place of the division. Yeah, I mean it doesn't say much in that division. The the uh, no, the N- NFC still, South going is going into the season. I had zero expectation for anything. So. Hey man, I want you to do good. You know why? You're competing. Why you're competing with us for an arm in that draft. I don't need you to get yeah, the second but or we third. We just drafted a quarterback. I'm not. Oh, so you don't need don't an arm? Know, I don't know what he can do yet. Okay, so you don't need an arm. No, I think we drafted Desmond Ritter, the quarterback from Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, last, that's who we played for last college football season. Okay, so you're, you're sad. The kid just hasn't been able to start because he's a rookie. But when he gets going, he should be solid. How I'm solid? Go ahead and start him in the next few weeks because I want to know what we got. Yeah, they don't. I mean, that's that's the one thing. You, I know you always criticize Art the Clown, as you call him, but that may be the one good thing that Art the Clown is doing, developing that arm instead of just putting well, him out there because some of them are not ready to 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 throw it on 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 their first year. That's just the reality well, of it. Art, Art the Clown, Arthur Smith is starting to grow on me a little bit. He's starting. Ah, they say I winning know, is the greatest deodorant. He's more like Art the Trapeze Artist, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, he's, the Falcons are really smart because they actually, they have improved uh-huh. so much offensive line. They can now run the ball, even though we do not have a top tier running back at all. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. but yeah, we're still running the ball forty times a game. We lead the league in rushing, and we're sitting at three and three. So Arthur Smith is right now. He's he's out of my shit house, but um, he can go back in it real quick if he you know if he messes up. But yeah, uh, so, as of right now, I think he uh, actually is the defense right on the Falcons is what's impressed me more than anything. So I'm I'm excited for him. And another stupid thing that took place in the sporting world this week, here in uh, our version of Just Locker Room Talk, um, Baba Wallace, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Baba Wallace went and uh, he straightened out Kyle Larson after he uh, ran him off the uh, track. And everybody and their mothers just went around saying the uh, that how can he attack an Asian man and blah, 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 blah. An Asian hate. You know, there are two drivers. Baba got uh, suspended, not because he went and shoved the man once they got into the infield, but because he nearly altered the ending of the race by by bumping this man in a turnaround on a, on a corner and could have killed him. Wow. So Baba got into a he got into a one race suspension, but NASCAR is used to having fights on the uh, on the garages and verbal articulations and uh, showmans well, yeah. and stuff. You know uh, that's nothing new, but Baba mate broke the cardinal rule. When you do something like that, first of all, you can do it in NASCAR. You just don't do it in a way that could actually cost the person their life. And you also disguise it a little bit better. Baba just went out in business for himself and said the hell with it. And then he went out and shoved them in the video and stuff. And everybody turned it into the regular bullshit, a racial ordeal, which it was not any more than that so-called news in the uh, garage door in Talladega was a news. That was nothing more than a handle. Yeah, 
Right. But, well. but Baba, Baba, once again, Baba finds himself in problems. And if Baba does that shit again, he's going to get more than a one, one race suspension. He may be out of the sport. Because they're really not going to let you kill somebody. You know how, how strict NASCAR is. Even for yeah. one-time drug users, they get banned from the sport forever. So something like this. And then, well, you got anything to add to that one? Not really, man. I mean, I've, I've heard the story or read about the story yeah. uh, of the Wallace and all that. But to be honest, I haven't followed NASCAR in like 15 years. So um, I know, unfortunately, NASCAR has become one of those sports. It's just not popular anymore. Well, they, 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 you know, it's a sport of tradition, and they mess with a lot of the tradition of the sport. Oh, yeah. Well, for those who don't know, NASCAR started in the South because of moonshine runners. <laughs> yeah, woodleggers, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, it's, it's roots are deep in the deep South. Yeah. You know, I, I would say from Mississippi up through North Carolina. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it was... And like I said, it was started by bootleggers and moonshiners. Yep. And then all of a sudden, because I remember when I watched NASCAR as a kid, I'd say about 95% of the races took place in the South. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Carolinas, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, whatever. Um, but, the, you know, NASCAR got really popular once uh, Dale Earnhardt got popular no uh, but but yeah well maybe yeah they got they got real popular but you have to the the guy that really broke into mainstream for them was uh petty richard petty oh yeah oh yeah he petty was, blue yeah yeah because yeah. he, he was the king and i'm gonna tell you why he was a king he was a king because he was from north to south east to west he was the 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 number one driver out there the face of the of the sport and yeah. people loved him In all quarters of this country. He was the face for many years, and yeah. then Bernhardt became the face. And yeah. then you started having the Jeff Gordons. Uh-huh. And Jeff Gordon and then, was like... And then, and then you had like the Dale Juniors and Tony... Was it Tony Stewart? Tony Stewart. Like yeah. So that was it. That's, that's, that's what we had for the NASCAR. Now, another thing that took place in the sporting world that I, I like to pick on the interesting stuff. We're not... You know, because Jay does his own, uh, and he does a very good job his pigs, and they, they're very intelligent and well done. I like to do a little sporting talk just to bullshit around. Apparently, Jerry Jones told uh, Kraft in an NFL meeting, do not fuck with me. <laughs> and, and Kraft said, excuse me? And Jerry said, I told you don't mess with me. Oh, my gosh. Have you heard about that one? I did, and... I tell you what, Jerry Jones <laughs> is a character. I tell you, he I, he did say something true but funny earlier this season. You know, the quarterback Dak Prescott got injured, and yeah. they brought in their backup quarterback Cooper Rush. And nobody has heard of Cooper Rush. No. Nobody, no, no, nobody, not at all. No. So Cooper Rush comes in and wins like you know three or four or uh, four games in a row. I think. Yeah, four but games. when he came onto the field, you know, a reporter asked Jerry Jones, so uh, so is this the start of a quarterback controversy? And he goes, well, I hope so. That means we're winning. <laughs> that, hey, that's absolutely what he should say. Yeah, but yeah. then he goes and does, uh, then he'll do some dumbass stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he's kind of like Trump that owns a 
football team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This brilliant stuff, and then we'll do one thing. You like, dude? What? <laughs> yeah, like they're they're not stupid people, but their their behavior in some things basically ruin all the good stuff that they have done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and let me tell you something about Jerry's Cowboys. Man, they were not put, my Cowboys. I, I, I no, I, I said Jerry. I said Jerry's Cowboys. They were. Uh, oh, I think you said Jay's. No, like, no, 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 no. No, I said Jerry's. I said Jerry's Cowboys because he loves his Cowboys. They're like his. He don't care about the coach or nobody. If the coach contradicts him or something, he could be out of there by next Monday. Even I mean, if, the Cowboys are worth over a billion dollars. Yeah, and and a lot of that is Jerry. Jerry has put a lot of money into that team, their facility. But what I was going to tell you, Sunday night when those Cowboys were put in what I call the hot sauce on those Eagles, they looked yeah. like they were coming back to take them out. Them Cowboys are legitimately good. They are good, and I hope Dak can come back and and uh, you know prove that he can be a, a a good quarter capable quarterback. I mean, he's Dak Prescott. To be honest, I mean, he's been up and down. So, yeah. and they need Ezekiel Elliott to get going. I mean, he's you talking about a bum in fantasy football. Ezekiel Elliott is B U M. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I don't see nobody talking about running backs. There's going to be a lot of free agents next year in that market. Yeah. Hey, another surprise in the NFL too is the New York Jets. New York Jets, boy, that boy is. Uh, they're playing. Them boys are playing. So are the New York Giants too. They yeah. have a really good defense. I yeah, think. I, was, I was watching that game last Sunday. The uh, the Giants and the Giants got a solid defense, and the Giants. Uh, Giants and Ravens was a pretty good good game. Yeah, uh, I'm not sold on the Ravens much. I think they have a a very weak secondary, and that's what and, that's um, what's getting them every week. And Lamar Jackson looks like he's had a little bit of a tough time holding on to the ball. So I don't know. I, but I, real quick, because it just started this week, did you watch your Hornets last night? The, the, I watch the highlights. I don't. I don't have cable, so I don't. Unless I go to the arena live when they're in town, I don't really. I don't really get to see it on TV unless they're on some kind of national broadcast or something like that. But I saw the highlights, and well, they beat the worst team in the league, the uh, the, the the Spurs. Yeah, but I, true, but y'all beat the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah, I hope so because you know right now a ball is uh, injured. Then uh, Miles Bridges, unfortunately, when he was getting ready to get that big contract, he uh, he had this personal problems and he hasn't been able to uh, to be with his team. So, man, you know they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty down and out. But uh, maybe this this group that they're putting together, we have the uh, the the Pelicans visiting tomorrow night. Okay. That's the that then then we go then the, then we go on the road again. I said we because I live here, but I I grew up a Lakers fan until uh, LeBron ruined my team. Um, oh, you, uh, you mean the bitch? <laughs> Man, I never thought I was gonna see the day that a professional athlete with so much money and so much power would remove uh, some harmless girl and her boyfriend that was so quiet out of uh, the front row because he didn't agree with something they said. Oh God. Yeah, I was at a Hawks game too, so. Bro, you know how many things they have screaming Michael Jordan when he was whipping everybody's ass? You know what Michael did? He went back to whipping people's ass. Yeah, 
Larry Bird would sit there and tell you exactly what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. Yeah. Kobe. There was a game. I forgot who they were playing. I want to say it was against Atlanta. But anyway, so the Celtics are down two, need a three to win the game. They got time for one play. Larry Bird tells his defender, hey, they're going to give me the ball inbounds. I'm turning to my right, and I'm going to shoot it over you to win the game. And guess what he did? Exactly what you just said? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, per- yeah. I mean perfect. Like, it was nothing. It's just stuff like that you don't see in the NBA anymore. Kobe had, and you can see the video on YouTube, Kobe had the number one comedian at the time in the world, Chris Rock, trying to get in his head on the sidelines on a bench during a game. I think it was a playoff game, too, and Kobe wouldn't even... He wouldn't even blink or even look his way. He was laser focused on what he was doing because he wanted to win. Yeah, Kobe was probably one of the, easily one of the most determined and competitive players to ever play. Yeah, top two with Michael. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael was very competitive too. I'm, I was glad. I, you know, I was brought up in the era of the NBA. I got to watch him. Yeah, Michael. I saw the footage where Michael closes his eyes and tells uh Motombo, may he uh may he get better. Motombo's going through some some uh uh he's going through a tumor in his head. Yeah, the Kimbe Motombo, basketball hall of famer, former Atlanta Hawk. We actually retired his number about I think two years ago. Yeah, we're praying for you, uh the Kimbe Motombo. You were exciting when you were out there. But uh Michael Michael has a footage where Michael said, Hey, he's at the the free throw line and Michael closes his eye and he said, This is for you, baby, and blows a kiss and gets the shot in with his eyes closed. Oh man! I mean, the rules of the NBA back in the day were so lax too. Like, here's a great example: in the 1984 Finals, Celtics versus Lakers, which everybody watched back then. Everybody. Um, Kevin McHale, who plays for the Celtics, clotheslined Kurt Rambis, who plays for the Lakers. I mean, clotheslined. He about took his head off. Hit him so hard, he fell back. His feet went up and almost touched the rim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and guess what? And then, then there was like a big brawl with both teams. You know what happened? They called Mikhail with a foul. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If that were to happen today, Mikhail would have been kicked out. Yeah, it would have been. A, yeah, definitely. They don't. They don't play around with that. You know, some sports but, demand all that all that action, like hockey. When hockey doesn't have any fighting going on and it's too clean, the attendance mm-hmm. in all the cities have pretty much dwindled down. Well, and uh, I said, well, I watched the Hawks game last night, and they played Houston, who's also a bad team. But uh, they won, man. They won by 10. And our new free agent, DeJounte Murray, came in and looked great. The Hawks had four players and with 20 points or more. Um, had three guys with double-doubles. It was a solid night. Uh, it looks like the Hawks just need to kind of get their rotation down uh, on their bench players, uh, but that'll come in time. Uh, when you have a bunch of new players coming in, it, it's going to take a minute to find the right flow for substitutions and that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Hawks look great. I'm excited about them, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about them. Yeah, I'm hoping. Let me see how my body feels tomorrow night. I may have to go to the Hive and see the, the Hornets perform. Yeah, I know the Falcons, uh, the, excuse me, the Hawks are playing at home tomorrow night too, but I'm, I can't make that game, but I'm planning to go soon. Yeah, I'll probably catch up some games here in the future, but uh, 
Yeah, that's all we got for this week, folks. Jay, you want to plug anything up that you got going on? Yeah, real quick, I am going to be posting my sports picks for the weekend tomorrow, like every Friday that I'm. Oh, uh, but this show, this show comes out next Monday. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right, sounds good. So, yeah. what I want to do right now, though, is I do want to throw two picks. Uh, uh, never mind, I can't do that now for coming out Monday. Yeah, because <laughs> then people won't be able to. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, never mind. I'll just hold on to them. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that I can tell everyone is to keep your eyes and ear open because every Sunday, this man, every Sunday, every Friday, this man releases a special version of Tales from the Abyss in which he gives you some picks for the week and they can actually make you some money. You use your own judgment whether you want to place money on the bet or not, but he puts you in a better position to make that decision. A better so position to make the decision. Here's the deal. I, I'm an analyst. I mean, that's what I do for work. Yes. And uh, I was brought up around sports, and my dad placed bets and all that. I used to help him pick games. But I'm in no way, shape, or form a professional gambler. I am not a professional handicapper. None of that. Hell, when I make picks, 99% of the time, I'm not even putting money down. I'm just doing it because I enjoy doing it. So it's like uh, Padre just said, it's completely up to your discretion if you want to put some money down somewhere. Um, but, I, you know, I do what I can. It's not an easy thing to do, to be honest. But at the same time, I enjoy it very much. And, you know, when me and my buddies get together, that's what we talk about is sports and what the line was and what's doing that and whatever. So. I enjoy it, and I can't wait to make my picks tomorrow um, and give the results from last week. Yup, every Friday, if Jay Lenderman is available, he's going to be doing his uh, his picks, and yeah, I, I enjoy it. I appreciate it, man. I tried to add a little bit of music, too, so um, in the beginning, I just the, because I'm a huge power metal, heavy metal fan. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, it was that good. That kind of stuff pumps me up, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So this is our Halloween special. We probably won't see everybody back until, uh, well, Jay will see you next week because Jay does a, a show like we were talking about, Big of the Pigs. But we'll be back in November to uh, to do some uh, some shows before the end of the year. Damn, Jay, we almost only got, if you think about it, we only have six more shows to do. And the year's I over. Know. I know, man. That's years flown by. But here's the thing: if uh, I, I'd like to say a thank you, just real quick. I know we're running short on time, but real quick, thanks to our listeners because our listening audience out there has grown. Yeah, it has grown, and and I don't mean just a couple of people here and there. Like it's really grown. So it's uh, we appreciate it. So we are humble and we're grateful. Absolutely. It's been it's two years and this has been a lot of fun, man. I yeah. hope we do many more. And we remain, we remain uh, what we are, a freedom of speech loving group. Amen. Everybody has a say so here. Go America. Go America. <laughs> so, folks, thank you for listening. It's been two great years. Here's to a few more. And from there, we'll see where we take it. So for the great Jay Landerman, I am Pavel Rojo wishing everybody a safe and wonderful Halloween. Be safe out there.